Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tony Moore, good morning to you, 
Victoria, a willing worker. And I tell you, on yesterday, the funeral service, hallelujah. God, for all of you, for uh, Tony, Sister Penny, Earl, oh my God, Sister Gwen, Pastor Toe, for all of you that just carry on. It was beautiful. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Clarinet Baldwin, good morning to you. Thank God for you. Paula Ray, hallelujah. Good morning. And I tell you, we are so glad everything went fine. Food was good. The setup was beautiful. The funeral service, a young man. Amen. Pastor King. Hallelujah. I thank God for him. Uh, Bethel Holy Church. Hallelujah. I think that's the name of the church. But I thank God for his young. I, I never uh, met him before. I didn't know his mother and father just because they got saved the same time that I got saved. And they went to Bishop Spivey's church. And I went to his wife's church in Freehold. Pastor Spivey, but I tell you, God used that young man. He preached. He knows. He knows. God knows. He knows. And we thank God for our Pastor Lee. Thank God for her uh, tenacity, her stamina to stand. Hallelujah. And to be an example to her family. Well, let me tell you, Sandra Hill, good morning to you. Thank God for you. And we're leaving the month of Thanksgiving, but let me tell you, we should be thanking God every single day of our life for being so good to us. This morning, we're so blessed to have with us our Apostle Stubbs, and I'm telling you, just hear what God has to say to us on this morning. And I thank God. Amen. I just thank God for how we have so many anointed preachers. We even passed the blind on yesterday. Amen. Speaking about how that there's a success in the struggle. But so many, they don't want the struggle. They don't. They want the success, but they don't want the things that come with success. And the success and the struggle is that this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And so, hallelujah. If you do what God has told us to do, love him with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul, all of our strength, he will do what he said he will do. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, these things would be added unto us. Well, I'm not going to take any more time. I thank God. We're going to let, and I'll tell you, I've started, hallelujah, reading the book, amen, this month. 
the battle this week. I got to finish it this week. The battle of the overcomer. And I tell you, this was written by our apostle Studs. And she has some other books. Hallelujah. Give something that's going to stick to their ribs. Amen. Or something that's going to feed their soul. Hallelujah. And they has, uh, uh, and I guess our apostle will put it up. But anyway, let's, let's just do, I thank God, we have to raise the bar. And I tell you, as we do more for God, he'll do for us. Good morning to you, Sister Claudette Singleton. God for you. We're turning this over at this time to our Apostle Stubbs. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Grace and peace. And God bless you to all of you who are watching on this morning. Grace and peace to you, Overseer. We thank God for you on this morning to all of everyone who is watching us on this morning um, on Facebook and on YouTube, on the Oasis Television Network. Um, to everyone, we just give God glory and honor. Hallelujah. We praise God for his goodness and his mercy on today. Um, I have, um, I, I'm first of all, just glad to be here. Like, like overseer said, we woke up in the land of the living. And so for that, we give God praise. Hallelujah. And so I'm ready to just share with us on this morning, um, what the Lord has been dealing with me about. And I've been up all night, all night, all night. Jesus help me. <laughs> Hallelujah. I think I dozed off one or two times, but I was up most of the night and just really just meditating on the Lord and praying and reading um, on this morning and on last night. And I want to share with you what the Lord, amen, has been dealing with me. And there are, there are um, four appointments that every last one of us have to face, reach, go through and, 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 and meet as believers for appointments of believers. And I want to go through those appointments on today. Um, and just, if I don't get through all four of them, praise the Lord, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay them out for you. Hallelujah. Amen. And then if we get, if we have to come another time and finish, then we'll do that. Amen. By God's grace. But I want to talk to you this morning for appointments that, um, every believer has to face. And then we're going to pray because I know that people are facing um, adversity, testing, trial. We were talking about that this morning, just really just talking about God's grace and his mercy toward us. And, um, you know, I was sharing about how, um, you know, I was speaking to our church and sharing the word of the Lord to our church. The word of the Lord to our church this past Sunday was growing through our adversity. We've been talking about um, preparing for growth and we always talk about the good side. And Pastor Bryant said it hit the nail on the head on yesterday when he was talking about being successful and having success. Right. But you have to be able to go through the struggle. And many of us don't want to have to go through struggle. We don't want to have to go through difficulty. We don't want to have to go through trial. We just want the blessing. Can you just bless me, God? Can you just do what you said that you was going to do for me? And can you make it easy while you at it? <laughs> can you just give me what I've been asking for? And can you do it real fast? Can I have it my way right away? 
And can you make sure that I don't have to deal with no adversity, no issues, no trouble, no problems, no issues, right? And we talked about on Sunday, and I'm going to get to what I'm talking about, these four appointments, but they're all connected. We talked about what tribulation is on Sunday, and, and that word tribulation is, it comes from the Greek word thalipsis, which means pressure. It's crushing, right? Hallelujah. It is, it is to, to, to be put in a place of distress, right? To be, to feel like the wind or something is pressing against your chest and snatching the air out of your lungs, Yes, this is the walk and the life of the believer. Those of you who want to be successful, those of you who want to walk in power, those of you who want to be anointed, those of you who want God to use you, can you handle the wind getting knocked out of you, dealing with the lipsis, this crushing pressure? I want to read the definition. It is a pressing together. It is affliction, tribulation, distress, and anguish. Can you deal with being in anguish? That's just part of our appointment. So I'm going to, I'm going to read to you, um, what those four appointments are. However, then I'm going to try to break those things down for you. So, so appointment number one is losing. Appointment number two is suffering. Appointment number three is sacrificing. And number four is dying, losing, suffering, sacrifice, and dying. Are you ready? Because these appointments have been set for you. You cannot cancel these appointments. There's no reschedule for these appointments. There's no postponing these appointments. When God sets these appointments for you, you are going to have to meet these appointments. Oh my God, Apostle, it is too early in the morning for all of this. Well, guess what? When you get out of this, out of the house and you go to your job and you go about your life today, guess what? It's not going to be too early for the devil to come for you, to come against your life, to come against what you're having to deal with in life, right? When you are going through today and you know, or even when you lay down last night and you may have been frustrated and aggravated and whatever, it wasn't too late for you to have to go through that. So I want you to be ready. Our problem is, is that we have believed American Christianity. We have believed this Americanized Jesus who's riding, right? He's coming on a Honda, right? That kind of Jesus, right? The Jesus that's riding in the limousine, the Jesus that, you know, name it and claim it, blab it and grab it. Everything is going to be all right, Jesus, right? But what about when you have been called to these four appointments of losing, suffering, sacrificing, and dying? And you don't feel like it today. Today, I want to win, right? Don't be seeing the song, all I do is win, 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 right? Some of you who listen in the secular music, God bless your life, hallelujah. Or what about what about those of you that's listening to, to Ja'Kalen Carr and she's singing, you know, um, that, that everything attached to me wins. But what about with the thing that is attached to you is losing? Does that mean that God is not with you because you lost? Does it mean that you are not God's anointed because you are suffering? Does it mean that God is not with you because you have to sacrifice and you can't have your way? Does it mean that you are not God's child because death is facing you? 
Listen to me. These are our appointments. You can't reschedule. You cannot cancel. Nobody can go for you. You can't get a substitute stand in. You have got to meet these appointments yourself. And as you go through your day today, and we get ready to pray and we go into this word, I want you to be prepared for the real life of a believer. The real things that are going to face you every single day because we don't have no time to play no games and try to set you up for failure. We want you to be ready. Amen. Hallelujah. No matter what comes. Let's read a verse of scripture. I'm going to read several verses of scripture and I'm going to move quickly because I don't have a whole lot of time and I want to make sure that we have ample time to pray. Luke chapter 14 verse 26 says, if any man come to me and hate not his father, or his mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also he cannot be, be my disciple. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is losing, losing, right? I want to talk to you about losing because following Jesus is not easy. Living for Jesus is not easy. Any any witnesses here that already can tell me, listen, I'm with you, Apostle. I know that this is a reality, that following Jesus is not easy. Living for Jesus is not easy. And I'm telling you that anybody that presents a Christianity or a life of Christ, following Christ, living for Christ, right, that, that tells you that it's easy breezy, they are lying and they are following a false Christ because life in Jesus is not easy. And when you look at what Jesus was saying to those who were following him about becoming his disciple, it almost seemed like he was already separating the men from the boys. It seemed like he really didn't want nobody to follow him because he said, nope, you can't, mm -mm, not with your mama, mm -mm, not with your husband, uh -uh, not with your children. I need you to know that this is all about me. This is Jesus talking, right? He's saying you got to be ready that, that whatever the sacrifice is, whatever the loss is, that you're going to have to suffer, that you're ready to suffer that loss, even if it means the loss of your family, right? Hallelujah. And he was not just telling them that it was going to be easy. He's actually telling them there is a danger in following me. <laughs> Are you ready to be put in danger? So he's warning them. He's warning them. Amen. And when you look at that 26th verse, he says, if you want to come and follow me, you have to hate your parents. You got to hate your family. You got to hate yourself. You got to hate everything that you think that you love. Right? Listen, he even said, when you go into Matthew chapter 19, verse 21, he said to the rich man who wanted to follow him, he said, you got to sell everything if you want to follow me. Listen, you can follow, but you got to get rid of your stuff. <laughs> what, what do you do when Jesus is telling you that all of your accoutrements that you have, all of, you know, you go to a party, you got a plus one. No, sure, you can't bring your plus one to this party. Jesus wants you coming by yourself. He wants you, amen, to be prepared to live a life, as they say, solo dolo, just you and God by yourself. So he's telling us right now, losing is a part of this walk with him. Listen, Luke chapter 9 and verse 61. He said, you cannot say goodbye to your family. Right? He said, if you really want to follow me, you got to be able to say goodbye to your family. 
You got to be able to say goodbye to all of your attachments. And really what he was saying was he wasn't telling you that you had to literally hate your family or literally hate your, your children, literally hate these people. But he's saying in comparison for your love for him, in comparison to your love for God, that nobody stands close to the love that you have for God, that your love for God is so passionate, so heavy, so strong that it seems like you hate everybody else because you love God so much. Are you ready for that appointment of loss? Listen, I know it's hard. I know we've been told, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, we can have all of these things and we need to have all these things, right? Glory to God. And we want to be able to just be happy, happy, joy, joy, right? But you got to understand that Jesus is not lowering his standards for anybody, right? And he did not intend to make things easy for those who followed him while he walked the earth and his rules, his laws, his heart is not changing. He did not lower the bar for anybody, right? And he did not give special treatment to those who were his earthly brothers. He didn't give special treatment to Mary. He didn't give special treatment to John who he loved. He gave special treatment to nobody. He knew that he was inviting all of us, right? To the greatest privilege that we would ever experience, which is living for him and following him. But he also knew that they, that we would have to pay the ultimate price for this privilege. And so these warnings that Jesus are giving to us, right? It still didn't stop people. It's still not stopping people today from following Jesus. But I'm trying to lay the foundation so that we understand that the Jesus that's on TV and the Jesus of the movies and the Jesus that sometimes preached over the pulpits is not the Jesus of the Bible. Not the same Jesus. And we have been convinced that we can avoid these four appointments. You must come to this appointment. Jesus has scheduled these appointments for you. Losing, suffering, sacrifice, and dying. And you must be ready to come to each of these appointments. Hallelujah. Whether you want to or not. And anybody who is telling you that Jesus is all about you just being blessed. Hallelujah. I'm living my blessed life. All of that good stuff. That's wonderful. That Jesus is all about you just being rich and Jesus is all about you just being successful. That is not biblical Christianity. Christianity is about loss and sacrifice and suffering and dying. And so we got to be prepared for that. So I wanted to make sure that I set that precursor so that you understand that this is the reality that the lipsis, that Greek word that I was just talking about a little while ago, this crushing, this affliction, this is part of your walk so that when it happens, you're not falling out. You're not feeling like I can't make it. You're not feeling like this is crazy. This is too much because I didn't sign up for this. I signed up for blessing. I signed up for God to make my name great. I thought the Lord said I was going to be a sign and a wonder. Yeah, you might be a sign and a wonder, but listen to me. You're going to have to watch these signs or else you're going to be wondering how come you're not where you thought you should be because you could not make it through these four appointments. And what I'm finding out is that we have people in church 
who don't have a good biblical sound foundation. And because they don't have this foundation, when trial comes, when difficulty comes, when things happen in our lives that we just don't like, we see them walk away from God because they have no foundation. You want to preach, but you have no foundation. You want you want a traveling ministry, but you have no foundation. Come on here, somebody. You want everybody to look to you, but you have no foundation. And this is why Jesus said, listen, if you're going to follow me, I need you to understand the price that you're going to have to pay. And the price is paid up front. We're not taking no deposits. Okay. We're not taking, you're not putting this on layaway. He wants the whole thing. He wants your whole life. He wants everything about you. So let's talk about this appointment with loss or losing. Let's look at Matthew chapter 16, verse 25. Matthew chapter 16, verse 25. And I'm not telling you that there are times where God is going to bless you. He absolutely is. I'm not telling you that there aren't going to be times where God is going to make you successful. He absolutely will. I'm not telling you that you can't be rich. I, I Listen, we need some money, right? Bible says money answers all things. But I need you to understand that there are still things that God have, has called us to, right? Hallelujah. And, and we've got to look into the scripture and see how the scriptures show us that we are destined to lose, to suffer, to sacrifice, and to die. All because of our faith and all because of our spiritual destiny. We always talk about I'm destined to win and my destiny, I'm walking in the destiny. Do you know what your destiny is? Do you understand what it is that God has called you to do? Do you understand the place that he's called you to walk in? Do you have the strength that it's going to take to go through these four appointments? And if you don't, today is the day that we're going to pray for our foundation to be strengthened so that we can be what God wants us to be. So Matthew chapter 16, verse 25, and it says, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Let's find another verse of scripture to back this up. Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 and 8. And it says, But what things were gained to me, listen, we're talking about our appointment with loss. What things were gained to me, Paul says to the Philippian church, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of not one thing, not several things, but all things and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. So when we start talking about all I do is win. When we start talking about, amen, glory to God, that I'm on the winning side. Hallelujah. We're having some technical difficulties and I'm seeing these error messages come up. So if something comes on and you cannot see the broadcast, go over to my page because I see that we are having difficulties this morning with this broadcast today. Hallelujah. So one of the things we got to realize is that no matter whatever our winning is, the winning is Jesus. The winning is, amen, being able to be one with Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix this. Hold on a second so I can fix this. Amen. One moment because we are having situations. I don't know what's going on with Facebook today, but to God be the glory. Hopefully this 
fixes it. Amen. And we get back on here. Amen. So he said, I count everything lost that I might win Christ because of Jesus. You're going to experience disappointment with loss and losing. And that means that, you know, that means that if you think that it's all about just winning externally, if you think that it's all about just winning what you want, amen. If you think that it's all about just getting your name and lights, if you think it's all about getting a house, a car, a platform, a husband, a wife, or children, whatever, if you think that it's all about just that, you're going to find that it's not that at all. Amen. Hallelujah. Page by page, we are being deleted off of Facebook. And I do not know why this has never happened before. But to God be the glory. Guess what? We're going to keep teaching. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And we'll just put it back. Glory to God. We'll see what happens. Hallelujah. Amen. Hopefully that fixes it. If not, amen, we'll just keep fixing as we go along. Amen. Hallelujah. So loss means that you're going to come to a place in your life where you're going to have to learn how to be without certain things. And you're going to have to learn how to be without certain people and learn how to be without certain amounts of money and learn how to be without uh, going through certain doors. Right. And, and, and sometimes there's not going to be the opportunity to recover because it's loss. Anybody ever experienced that? Loss means that you suffer deprivation over certain things or for certain things. Loss means that you're unable to keep or maintain certain things or certain people in your life. That's what loss is. Are we ready for this loss? Loss means that you will have to give up or forfeit sometimes your possessions. Jesus made it clear. Right? And so you got to be able to deal with loss. Loss is not easy. Loss is difficult. Loss is painful. Anybody know how to use the hand raise emoji? Anybody ever suffered, suffered any kind of loss and that loss was detrimental? That loss was painful. That loss took you for a loop. That loss made you feel like you never would recover. And if there are some things that we never have recovered back, but God allowed us to lose it. Jesus was making it Claim that this is a part of walking with him. This is a part of following him that we have to sometimes lose. And that losing is what is the winning. Are you getting this this morning? Are you catching this this morning? So loss. Then let's talk about your appointment an hour appointment with suffering, right? Because Jesus suffered uh, suffering. He experienced suffering. That means that we are going to experience suffering, right? And and I know that's not popular because we don't want to suffer. Listen, I want to be blessed. I want to be healed. I want to be whole. I want to walk, amen, in all the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And glory to God. And we got people that get up and they start teaching and trying to tell people that, you know, when you start hearing preaching like this, that this right here, that ain't, that's not what we want to hear. You know what I'm saying? That's not what we want to be able to experience, you know, because we want to be blessed. We want to be happy. We want to be excited about life. But that's not always the way that things go. Hallelujah. You don't sometimes take notice that that loss is part of or suffering is part of your walk with God and your walk with faith. Every man of faith, every woman of faith, every person that we see who walked with Jesus in the scripture, some in the old and some in the new Testament, right? They suffered because they believed God. 
So what is suffering? Suffering means that you're going to be subject to pain. You're going to be subject to distress. You're going to be subject to loss or injury. And sometimes it's going to be things that are unpleasant that take place in your life. Suffering means that you're going to experience adversity, tribulation, that thrip, that glypsis, that Greek word, right? Affliction, hardship. And, and misery at times. Have you ever said, you know what? I just feel miserable. I'm going through this thing and it's making me feel miserable. I'm experiencing this and it's making me feel miserable. I don't understand why I'm having to go through this. Hallelujah. I'm not understanding why I'm having to experience this. This makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. And I don't understand why I'm having to go through this. I don't understand why I'm having to experience this. This makes no sense to me. I need God to show up on my behalf. I need God to fix this for me. I need God to work this out for me. I need God, hallelujah, glory to God, amen, to answer, to show up, glory to God, hallelujah. I need God, amen, to move on my behalf. I don't want to go through this suffering, but we have to because it's a part of our walk with God. I apologize again for all of these um. All of these issues and I see that we've been booted off of a page and while I'm teaching, I'm trying to add us back to the page at the same time while I'm teaching. So hopefully the site has been restored. Facebook is going through something this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't get it. And I'm seeing all these messages, but to God be the glory, we're going to still teach the word on today. We have to go through this, this loss and suffering. Suffering means that you're going to have to sometimes experience misfortune, discomfort, and difficulty. We don't want to feel that. We don't want to feel that. Suffering means that you're going to be tortured or tormented or experienced at, experience some kind of adversity. Listen, Philippians chapter 1 verses 29 and 30 says, For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which you saw in me, and now here to be in me. Paul said the same stuff you see me going through, the same pain you see me going through, the same heartache you see me experiencing. I know that's not what we want to hear. Can't you say something encouraging? Listen, I'm trying to encourage you now. <laughs> so that when these things come, you know how to handle it, okay? So that you don't fall out. You don't feel like, oh my God, why am I going through this? This just seems like it's just one thing after the other thing after the other thing. It's just one thing after the other thing. What is it? Why is it that I'm experiencing this? You know, things was going well and then boom, all of a sudden. Listen, you got to be able to persevere through this. You got to be able to sing through this. You got to be able to worship through this. Amen. I was sharing with the saints the word of the, the, word of the Lord. Amen. Proverbs 24 and 10 says that if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Hold on. I'm not showing you how strong I am by going through good times. I'm showing where I am in God by being able to endure when I have to face these four appointments. When I have to face loss. When I have to face suffering, when I have to sacrifice, when I have to die, when I got to lay this flesh down and let God get the glory, when I really much rather not do it. Listen, this is stuff we got to get our foundation right. Get your foundation right. 
You cannot build a house on sinking sand. Listen, the Bible says the wise man built his house on the rock. Right? And when the storms blew, when the, when the storms came and the winds blew, that house stood. Because he understood that when I build, I got to build right. I want you to build your spiritual life right. I want you to build your faith in Christ properly. Not on things. Not on open doors. Not on pie in the sky by and by. Not on I'm going to be blessed. You're going to be blessed. We're going to be blessed. Listen, yes, we are blessed by the blesser. We are blessed, amen, to be a blessing. We are. We all are going to experience blessings in our life, Right? But there's still those appointments. You cannot experience all the good and not experience some of the difficulty. You cannot experience, amen, hallelujah, uh, uh, houses and cars and land. Jesus said, any man that have given up houses and mothers and fathers and cars and land, hallelujah, for my sake. He said, you will get it back in this life. But he said, you'll get it with persecution. Listen, can the prosperity preachers preach that part? Because they don't preach that part. They don't preach that part. Anybody ever heard the prosperity preachers? When they get up talking about God wants you to be blessed. He wants you to have houses and cars. Do they, do they repeat Jesus' words? Yes. If you, if you gave up houses and cars, God is going to bless you with houses and cars and land with persecution. Everything you get is coming with disappointment. You're going to be blessed, but it's coming with disappointment. Hallelujah. Not disappointment, but this appointment. These places that you must visit. These places that you must, amen, be ready to go through because God has called you to be there. You got to be ready for these places. Hallelujah. You got to be ready to deal with it. Can I read? I want to read another verse of scripture, but I want you to think about this, right? Right. I want you to think about what Paul said, what Paul said in, in first Thessalonians chapter three, verses two through five, first Thessalonians chapter three, verses two through five, right? He was talking. He said, listen, we sent Timothy our brother and God's fellow worker in the gospel of Jesus Christ to strengthen and encourage you as to your faith so that no man may be disturbed by these afflictions. Don't let your afflictions disturb you. Anybody ever went through, and I can tell you, I've been afflicted. I've been been through things. And sometimes it takes your peace. It steals your peace. It makes you think all day and all night. It keeps you from, amen, glory to God, being able to focus. And Paul is saying, listen, I need you to know, and I'm sending Timothy to come to you because I know that this going through, this, this, this testing, this suffering is getting to you. And I don't want you to be disturbed by these afflictions for you yourselves know that we have been destined for this. Listen, this is what we have been called to. Don't trip when you start going through. You've been called to this. Don't fall away from God when you start going through. You've been called to this. You've been called to the blessed place, but you've also been called to these four appointments. He said, for indeed, when we were with you, we kept telling you in advance that we were going to suffer affliction. We told you in advance that this was going to happen. And so it came to pass, as you know. And for this reason, when I could no endure no longer, 
I also sent to find out about your faith. I was worried about you because I know you saw me going through. And if I'm going through, I know that you know that you're going to go through too. And I wanted to make sure that your faith did not fail. Listen, he said, I came. I had to go find out about your faith for fear that the tempter might have tempted you and that our labor would be in vain. Paul said, I didn't want our labor to be in vain. I want to make sure that that the winning, when we said we won you, that we didn't lose you because you started going through. Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. We win people to Jesus, but they don't always stay. Jesus talked about the parable of the sower, how the seed fell on different ground. And there are times that the cares of this life and the things that we endure, the the, the hard places, the rocky places, the sandy places that we go through will come and try to choke the word. People of God, foundation is important. You must ensure that your foundation is secure. Listen, are are you connected? Are you hooked to the solid rock? Are you, are you, are you cleaving to the solid rock? Or are you looking for your name to be in lights? Are you looking, are you thinking that this destiny that you have is all about platforming? It's all about somebody knowing who you are. And it's all about you being grand and, and glorious. Or can you stand when you are called to these four appointments? You are called... These appointments cannot be canceled. Can somebody say, I can't cancel? Can you type that in in the comments? I can't cancel. You can't get a stand in. Your brother can't go there for you. Your pastor can't go there for you. Your husband, your wife, your children, your best friend. Come on here. Nobody can make this appointment for you. I can't cancel. So You know what? I'm putting it in here too. Somebody put that in the comments. I can't cancel. I know. We in cancel culture, right? That when people don't say something right, they cancel you. You can't cancel this. You get mad at Jesus all you want to. Baby, you still got to go to this appointment. You still got to show up for this appointment. You can't cancel this appointment. You got to show up for this. Hallelujah. You got to show up for this place. You got to show up for, for this loss. For suffering, for sacrifice, and for dying. You got to show up. Can't nobody die for you. (laughs) Jesus already did. Now it's your turn. Acts chapter 14, verse uh, verse 22. And then we're going to pray. We'll talk about sacrifice and death another time. But do know those are your appointments as well. Acts 14 and 22 says, Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. And that we must through much tribulation, glipsis, that word glipsis that I talked about earlier, through much crushing, through much affliction, through much hardship, enter into the kingdom of God. Yes, you saved, you going to heaven, but you're not getting there without glipsis. Yes, you're called of God, but you're not getting there. Without those four appointments. Yes. You are anointed. Yes. You can preach. Pray. Prophesy. Speak in tongues. Do cartwheels in the church if you like. 
But these four appointments, you cannot cancel. It is through much tribulation that we will enter the kingdom of God. Hold on. For me to walk with God. For me to walk with God here on earth. Through much tribulation, I will get in the kingdom. Because daily we are dying. Daily. That's what Paul was talking about. Amen. When we get to the part of talking about uh, uh, dying, right? Sacrifice and dying. We talked about loss and we talked about suffering. Those two appointments, you can't cancel. You can't send a substitute. You can't, you can't, can I just do it later? No. When God call you into this, you got to do it at the moment that he calls you into it. And there's nothing you can do about it. I was sharing with Overseer about a testimony. I was talking to the church on Sunday about some people were asking me some years ago, a couple of years ago when my brother, he was dying. He was in the hospital. He was dying. And we were, we packed up everything, went to Atlanta because he was in the hospital on the ventilator and he's dying. And I'm teaching a class. I took my computer with me and in the hotel, I'm teaching the class at night during the day. I'm at the hotel. I mean, at the hospital with him. And somebody was asking me, well, why wouldn't you just cancel the class? Because I understood that my commitment is to God. And there's nothing I could do about what was going on in the hospital. I could pray and I was believing God and my faith was sure it was in God. But I understand, hallelujah, that I had to suffer loss, which is what I feel like and what this world tells us we're supposed to respond to. How do you think the people felt when Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead? When, 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 when the man said he wanted to go bury his father. How do you think that made him feel? We try to make that like, oh, that's a metaphor. No, he was talking to a person. <laughs> How would you feel? How would you handle that? Are you ready for these appointments? You want to be called to God. You want God to use you. You want to just be a believer. You want to walk upright with God. I'm telling you, you got to prepare your heart for these four appointments because they're not going away. And maybe you don't have those appointments today. Maybe today you feel good. You're excited. You're, you're praising God. Everything is good, right? But listen to me. Tomorrow is coming. The day is not over. And you may be faced with one of these appointments today. How are you going to face one of these four appointments today. How are you going to handle loss, suffering, sacrifice, and dying? If you say you love God, you're going to handle it with rejoicing like Paul did. But you got to you got to have the right foundation in order for that to happen. Because if not, we're going to be worried about you like Paul was worried about the Philippian church. Because he was concerned that they were going to walk away from God because of what they saw not even just what they were experiencing over what they saw, over the terror of watching Paul suffer. He was concerned about them losing their faith. How do you handle your appointments? That is God's question for you today. So, Father, we're praying this morning. There are some that are watching that 
They are in the midst of these appointments right now. God, you already know what things you have called us to do. You already know that we have to face these appointments and there is no escape. There is no stand-in. There is no cancellation. There is no reschedule. This is what we must face. You said, yea, all that live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. You said, God, through much tribulation will enter the kingdom of God. You said, Lord, that we must be willing to forsake all to follow you. And Lord, we have somehow taken these words lightly as if they were all just parables and their stories and not true accounts of what is required of us. Not just the church that was in the beginning, but us as the church today. And I'm praying today, God, for the strength of your people. I'm praying today, God, that you would help us to keep our eyes focused on you, that whatever appointment you call us to, God, that we would be able to stand, that we would not fall out, that we would not give up our faith, that we would not walk away from God, that we would not be weary in well-doing because of our difficulty. I'm praying, God, for our foundation, that you, Father, would be our foundation, that our foundation would not be in our husbands and wives and children and church membership, that God it won't be in our bank accounts or God in friendships with others, that our foundation won't be in our works that we do every single day, thinking that our works are going to get us to heaven, but knowing that, God, that these appointments are set for us because you have called us, Lord, away from this world and we oh God have loved this world we ask you to forgive us for loving this world and these things that are in this world even though you commanded us to love not the world we ask you Lord that you would pull this love of the world out of us pull this love of comfort out of us pull this love oh God to be at ease out of us so that we will be able oh God to endure no matter what appointment we have been called to that we will be able to stand no matter what and God we put our faith in you. We put our hope in you. We put our trust in you. We rely on you and we won't rely on this flesh. We won't rely on these external things, but we will put our hope, our faith, our trust in you that no matter what you call us to, that God will be able to stand. That if today our appointment is sacrificed, that we're able to do it without murmuring and complaining. That today if our, oh God, our appointment is death, that we will give ourselves, oh God, freely. That Lord, if today our our appointment is loss or, or, or suffering, that we would do it without murmuring and complaining, but that we would yield to you with everything that we have. And Father, we say thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your long suffering. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you for giving us strength, oh God, no matter what our appointment is. And I pray for those who are going through, who are weary in well-doing, whose hearts are fainting, whose minds are turning away from the truth. God, I pray that you bring them back to you, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you would turn their hearts to you, Father, that they would get out of their flesh so that they don't miss you, so that they don't miss, oh God, their divine appointments, oh God, that their destiny is not just a platform, their destiny is not just money, their destiny is not just to get a husband or a wife, but their destiny, oh God, is to fulfill the assignment that you have placed us in the earth to do, and I pray, God, that you would help us, oh God, grace us to be able to do it 
and that we do it for your glory, and that we do it with rejoicing, and that we do it with wholeheartedness, and that we do it, oh God, with everything that is in us, oh God, in Jesus' name, that we do it without grudging, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that we would be willing to lay down everything for this gospel, because we said we would in the beginning, and now that life is happening, God, we began to question, and so we give you our questions, we know, oh God, that you're able to answer every question, we lay these questions at your feet, Give us grace. Give us strength. Give us, oh God, a sure foundation. We want our house built on the rock so that when storms come, we are not moved. We want our house built on the rock so that when testing times come, we are not moved. We want our house built on the rock so that when, oh God, discouragement comes or whatever it is that we face, faces us that we can keep our eyes on you. Knowing, oh God, that we have been built for this and we give you glory and honor we magnify you we give you praise and we give you thanksgiving and god we put our trust in you and you alone in jesus name amen and amen we give god praise hallelujah we still got a few minutes so i'm bringing overseer back hallelujah on the screen hallelujah god bless you amen get ready for your appointments because you can't cancel god bless you God, my God, my God, my God, my God, thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you, Lord, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sick and sad. Hallelujah. We thank God. Hallelujah. What shall it profit a man? And if we gain the whole world and lose his soul, my God, I don't want to lose my soul. Hallelujah. But I thank God. Hallelujah. And we just got to be sold out. Sold out. Hallelujah. We thank God for the appointments that we have to keep. I know if you seek to save your life, you're going to lose it. People so wary about saving their lives. I have to preserve my life. You're going to lose it. But if you lose your life for his sake, then you'll find it. And I tell you, the church world has gotten complacent. they rather, hallelujah, look at the Zoom and all the other means of communication. Not wanting to go to church. But as long as I see it on television and on Facebook and all the other means, I'm satisfied. But God said, if any man come after me, let him deny himself. Take up the cross and follow me. Forsaking not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. People will bring their tithes or send their tithes and give offering. But our life, our whole life, and we thank God yesterday, we thank God for today, amen. God is a jealous God. He's a God that when he calls, he wants us to answer. Thank God, Apostle Studs. Oh, my God, we have so, I took notes. Hallelujah. I don't want to forget this, the appointments. Hallelujah. There is sacrifice. 
Hallelujah. There is suffering. If we don't suffer with him, we're not going to reign with him. And there is losing. But I tell you, hallelujah. We count it all done. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank God for you, apostle. We'll see you on tomorrow. Be glad. Know that many, 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 many are the afflictions of the righteous. But, but the Lord, hallelujah, he's a deliverer out of them all. We love you. God bless With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.